Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Revelation 18 After this I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority and the earth was illuminated by his splendour. With a mighty voice he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. She's become a home for demons and a haunt for every evil spirit, a haunt for every unclean and detestable bird. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit as queen, I'm not a widow, and I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day, her plagues will overtake her, death, mourning and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe, O great city, O Babylon, city of power, in one hour your doom has come. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages and bodies and souls of men. They will say, the fruit you longed for is gone from you. Your riches and splendour have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, woe, woe, O great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Every sea captain and all who travelled by ship The sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, Was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, Woe, woe, O great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, O heaven. Rejoice, saints and apostles and prophets. God has judged her for the way she has treated you. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, flute players and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No workman of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's greatest men. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of the saints and of all who have been killed on the earth. 
Babylon will be tortured. Babylon will weep in torment. These are the sections of Revelation I've always found hardest to like. But this time, as the sweep of the narrative is much clearer to me, I think it's winning me over. Babylon is a symbol of the great idea or the great kingdom of the day that scorns the creative order of God. God made the world for shalom, where we all feed well and enjoy fellowship with God and men and women. But Babylon actively asserts itself over and above the creator and then crashes around the earth, snatching stuff intended for others. Babylon is evil. Despite clear and present warnings, both in creation and from the creator, Babylon advances in this greed with reckless abandon. She draws others into the pride and the plunder. It puts smoke in God's nostrils. God will bring them to ruin in just one hour. But before he does that, he issues an invitation to his people. This is what revelation is, one long invitation to the church to stand apart from the value system of Babylon. The invitation is to reject the constant desire for accumulation, the constant need to have more than others. The boast of Babylon was that she was queen. She was greater than others, richer than others, more powerful than others. Do we dream the dreams of Babylon? Do we judge ourselves comparative to our peers, only feeling happy when we get the better phone, those clothes, that gadget that others have? What about Shalom? What about God's intentions for this earth? What if the manufacturer of your desired gadget ground the faces of the poor and denied their God-given dignity? Do you care? Babylon doesn't. But the people of God will care about those things. We see excessive luxuries as a rejection of God's shalom that they really are. Let's be clear about this. Gold in itself is not evil. Gold is the pavement stone of heaven and a symbol of God's beauty. Buy presents for loved ones. Save up for your pension. Treat yourself every now and then. But beware the merchants of Babylon. The love of gold leads to a yearning for accumulation, which will cause you to share in Babylon's sins. Instead, let's come away from such things. Instead, in humility and in worship, let's give allegiance to the way of heaven with what we say and what we want and what we spend. For the way of heaven will last forever, while Babylon will be overthrown in just one night. Here's a question for reflection. What might it look like to live entirely unaffected by the desires of Babylon? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.